We're back. It feels good. Listen. I hope you guys are vibing out with us on Tuesday. Come on. Let's vibe. Let's get it. Welcome oh, back, man. everybody. You should have let that play longer. Nah, man. I you couldn't. for sure should have let that play longer. It would have took our podcast now had I let that go on any longer. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and be love the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, since Monday. I'm back <laughs> in my bag. I'm back in it. I love doing an intro. I want to get the whole intro one day written on our wall in our home just to make sure you know the vibes when you walk in the house. I'm looking in the house like, where would you put it? Shit, we'll find somewhere. Figure it no. out. <laughs> Figure it out, man. So I have to say a huge thank you to everybody who listened to last week's episode and for everybody who participated in and on the IG live but the biggest thank you has to go out to the home girl Miss Janisha Harris one time yeah she gets she deserves a round of applause she does I agree Janisha came she saw she conquered she educated facilitated and then went back out to demonstrate it I, I missed the language up but you get what I'm saying my mm. language was right, right there. But shout out to Janisha How for clever. doing the work. Um, she is somebody that I definitely encourage you all to go follow. Um, just see what she's about. And she might not be for you, but I do think that every everybody should be supporting somebody like that. I mean, somebody that's as passionate about her cause as I think we all should be. So I'm passionate about podcasting and I'm passionate about black people's. Yes, my black people. So thank you guys. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, and if this is your first time hearing us, you should definitely go check out last week's episode, the Black Lives Matter episode. This has been a heavy two weeks. You know what I mean? Oh, it's been yes. So we're going to yes. try to bring some normalcy to this episode. You know, just turn it up like we always do. We will have, hopefully, um, somebody else on to speak to speak a little bit about what the whole defunding the police looks like. I'm looking forward to having that conversation. So I mentioned this on last week's episode. I want to use the platform not only to encourage a healthy relationship and encourage people to um, be themselves, to go out there and find a great partner, let them see our lives as married millennials. But when we have these resources at our disposal, I feel like it's our duty to bring people on from the community who are doing the work to let them have a voice and express that on our platform. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's for, because... The people that we're just now noticing, they've been around 
they've been doing the work, but now it's like a huge light. Yeah. And I want to help um, shine it shine light. it on them. So hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we can get as many mm-hmm. of those people and representatives from different organizations on to speak to the cause. Most definitely. And if you guys know someone out there, or if you may be someone out there who wants to come on and spread that message that we're talking about, please email us at she and our podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a DM. She and our podcast on Instagram. Now listen, don't come out here trying to spread the message of um some bull stuff. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear <laughs> positive, enlightening, enlightening them, sorry, black messages. <laughs> Wrong button. No, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I tried to do it without looking. Lord. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. India. Yes. Beside all of the BS, how was your week? Uh, it was tiring. Hmm. I was just tired. I think that since everything has been so emotionally draining, yeah. it has just been making me tired. You need to drink some caffeine. I don't need to drink any caffeine. I do not. Um, what did I do? We This weekend, we didn't do anything. Watch some TV. We did go get ice cream. So India has me out trying to get ice cream. I always say, I've been in the house, man. I'm scared. But I will tell y'all this. I love, love, love seeing all of the protests. And I wish I could be on the front lines with you all out there protesting, doing the right thing. But I'm protesting from afar. I'm donating. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm looking out. I'm bringing people on the podcast. But I wish I could be out there protesting. The only thing about it is um, I have a son and I don't want to bring the COVID germs back in the house. <laughs> and I, I hope y'all are protecting yourselves while you're out there marching. I want everybody to march and protest and rally and get with the cause. But I also want y'all to be safe. And I will say, if cases of coronavirus don't spike within the next two weeks, shit, I'm outside again. <laughs> Catch me outside. I'm outside again. I'm telling you. Because y'all been protesting. I am. I am. But but regardless of what, what happens, we hope that everybody is safe and, and nobody is getting sick. But you really never know because I won outing this past weekend. Mm. And now Blake is upstairs with a fever. Speaking of, let's tell <laughs> again, this story. And because it's just... We haven't. Have we, we told didn't. That no, story? we did we not just, tell it. Ugh. We did so because the reason why we didn't tell it is because mm-hmm. we had Janisha on talking about the important topics that we need to discuss. But so, we will talk about that right now. So, I guess what two weeks ago? Right on. Everything's normal. Everything's going good. I noticed Blake wasn't feeling good. Well. Not that he wasn't feeling good. It just seemed like he wasn't himself. Lethargic. Yeah. So, but I was like, but he didn't feel like he had a fever. It just seemed like he may be coming down with something. Right. Put him to bed. Oh, so this this is Memorial Day weekend. It's right. It was Memorial Day weekend. So this is on... The day starts to run together. Yeah, I think this was on like that Sunday. Yeah, it was that Sunday. And we put him to bed. Mm-hmm. Bear and I are up late doing, doing whatever. whatever. 
And probably I finally get in the bed to actually go to sleep. And it's like 11, 30, 12 at this point. And then Blake wakes up. Yes. Yes. So you were like, Blake, lay down. And someone told me, I was like, let me just go check on him and see why he's sitting up like this. You so he instinct. wasn't really crying. He was just sitting up. Right on. He was just sitting up looking. So I went in there and I touched him and he was burning up. So I was like, okay. So I took his temp. And his temp was 104.6 or something It was Jamaica all over again. So I was like, oh, hell. And I was like, Barry, get in here. (laughs) I jump out of bed like flash. Pow. Hit my feet. Take off running. Run in Blake's room. So we get him and, you know, we we getting cold towels. And then we're trying to give him Tylenol or ibuprofen. But he hasn't been to the doctor in so long because he's been home. So he hasn't been sick. We don't know how much to give him. We don't know how much to give him because we don't know how much he weighs. We call the primary care doctor. And that we couldn't get them to answer the phone. So speaking of, everybody out there, if if you're listening, if you know of another pediatric doctor mm-hmm. that's in, I'm going to say between Laverne and, and Brentwood. Okay. Preferably more so like Nipper's Corner. Trying not to go back to to Franklin area. But if you know a pediatric... Um, and we're in Tennessee just in, just in case somebody was listening. We, so We need a pediatric doctor that's somewhere along I-24. <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't get the stupid doctor to answer the phone. We're running a fever that high, scares the crap out of anybody. And we don't know how much Tylenol to give them. Uh, the pharmacies are still closed early because you know yeah. back in the day our pharmacies open 24-7 you pull so, up you know you could talk to them couldn't find a pharmacy that was open so I was like we gotta take them to the doggone emergency room mm. <sighs> take them to the emergency room and honestly there was nobody there or it was Thank probably God, people right? there there was probably people there but they, they may have already had them back in the um, waiting rooms but you gotta be. You gotta be specific. We took him to the pediatric emergency room. Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought that was common sense. Nah, because if you're like me, you didn't know that pediatric had a different emergency room than the regular joint. Before I had a kid, I thought all emergency rooms were equal. I thought everyone was the same. I didn't know that there were pediatric ERs and regular ERs and senior ERs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. No, the and honestly, I hated even having to take him. I did not want to go. But you got to know Blake's personality because he's such a happy kid and he talks all the time. And he was extremely lethargic. And Bear was trying to talk to him and Blake literally could not form words. Oh, Like I was he crying. literally like could not say anything and he just was not responsive. So I was like, damn, we got to take him to the doctor. So... We take him to the pediatric emergency room. They're trying to put a mask on his face. And I'm like, bruh, he is not going to keep a mask on his face. I said, don't even try to do it. Like, just don't worry about it. And so (laughs) I have a mask on. They check my temperature. And so then we go. We sit in a little waiting area. And it's literally, you can only sit like one person per row in this little waiting area. And then from there... They took us straight back to a room. 
Mind we were the you. only people in the waiting area. Yeah, go ahead. And since COVID is going on, they only allow one parent with the child. I was getting there. That's what I was going to say. So I'm in the car the entire time. And also, it's 1 o'clock a.m. <laughs> That's what India didn't tell you. At this time, it's like 1 one thirty almost. I'm sitting in the car, but I wasn't sleepy for some reason. Maybe we just hung out. Too. I wasn't tired. I'm sitting back in the car waiting. And while I'm in the car waiting, would you know, this guy pulls up. No mask, old looking dude, older looking guy, white guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, look real dirty, like unshoveled, no mask on, trying to get in the ER. I'm like, my, so I got out of the car, like, man, they better not let him in. They didn't let him in, but he was furious and sped off in the parking lot. This needs to hear noise there, but I just want to show the entitlement. But go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to follow the rules. Only one parent. Mm hmm. Per child. So, I, was, I was on the phone with you, but I was in the car. I did, I went in with Blake. Um, honestly, I did not let them test him for COVID because there is not really a treatment for COVID, especially for kids, to right. my knowledge. And I knew that had he gotten the test, it just would have been a painful test for him. Like, it wouldn't have... I mean... We we've we've pretty much been uh, sheltering in place this whole time anyway. We don't really go anywhere except for to the grocery store. So for them to test him, you feel like it was unnecessary. It was. I was like, no, it's not. It's not necessary. And, yeah. But it's crazy because all of this, you know, racial <laughs> stuff is going on. I also kind of felt like because they also didn't test him for anything else. Mm-hmm. And so I also felt like we were being dismissed Bye. and kind of like not right. taken I get, seriously I get by the saying. doctor. Um, and I and that's always a thought. Like, are they dismissing us because we're black? I'm and thinking so, myself, man, listen, I have quality insurance. I don't got the basic joint. I got the big daddy. Now, before I had a kid, <laughs> when it was just me, I had that bare minimum insurance, the insurance that you would get laughed at for going to the ER. But now that I have a kid and a wife, we got the best of the best. So I don't understand why when you go to the ER, they always tell us the same thing. Every time we take Blake to the ER, they always say, hey, give him Tylenol, and then for the next four hours, give him Motrin and alternate between the two. I'm like, bro, you went to school for eight damn years for you to then tell me to take Tylenol and Motrin. I need more results. So really, I feel like we just took him in so they could tell us how much you weigh. <laughs> so they could it tell us like a physical. <laughs> how much Tylenol and Motrin to give him. Um but the fevers, he he probably ran he probably ran a fever for about three days. It three wasn't as days. high as one hundred four, but he he did have a fever for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that drama. Yeah, we and just so want to update y'all on that. Today, two weeks later. Oh God, here we he's are again. Still warm again, but it's not as hot. Like I took it earlier, and it was just a hundred point three. But now I'm just trying to keep an eye on him because. The, we already stuck in the house. And then you got to be stuck in the house and sick. <laughs> right. And like, why do you keep getting sick and you stuck in the house? And the kicker is about all of this, 
we haven't really been anywhere. We only have had the same four to five people inside of our house. And these four to five people are loved ones, people that we trust. And now my man is getting sick. I tell you what, ain't nobody else coming. No way. <laughs> no way. But we had to tell y'all that. We had to update you on that. We also had to give you guys an update on India's date. Now give it up for India one time. India planned a date night that same weekend that Blake went to the ER. That Saturday, India planned a date night. Mm -hmm. Had everything player. You want to tell about it? Want me to tell about it? You can tell. Let me tell it it because my stories are a bit more exciting. So India planned his date night, told me, Barry, don't eat anything. I got you covered. I got a date night. I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. So I don't know. I didn't have a clue about what she was going to do. India set the table in our dining room to make it look like a five-star restaurant. India told me, hey, listen, go change. And don't come down until I tell you to. So sh- who am I? I obliged and I stayed in my room and I hang- hung out. India told me to come down. I saw the table. Table was set. Had me old meatloaf. And if you know me, you know meatloaf is my favorite. One of my favorite. I don't care what y'all say. Meatloaf is fine. So I had some old meatloaf, potatoes. India went all out. She didn't cook it. But she set it up <laughs> like she did. She made me think she cooked it. Anyway, um, during the day, India had all this stuff, too. And if you listened to the episode um, two weeks ago, you would know that I was challenged by India's uncle. Listen, how nasty this is. Now, that's my guy. Shout out to my guy. India's uncle said, you need to, you know. And everybody else was like, hey, lingerie is a necessity. Lingerie is an essential item. So I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get India some lingerie. So I did. <laughs> I went out there and I got India some lingerie. So after the dinner, India gave me old fashioned show of the lingerie I had purchased. And might I say, it was a fantastic date. So India, you get this. <laughs> you did a great job on your date. Um, it was an amazing time. I had to let everybody know what was going on. So without further ado, let me get into it and hit the got button. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So you guys know that it's re- it really hasn't been that much going on during the week, but a bunch of racism, a bunch of protests, which are fantastic, and still a bunch of haters out there trying to figure out why Black Lives Matter. If you don't know, you're still trying to figure that out, shame on you. But like I mentioned earlier, we will try to keep things fun this episode, fun and light, and just get right back to what we are going to do now. During this whole time, I've been thinking like, damn, we talk about love languages a lot. And the reason why this triggered in my mind, because we did an episode of the Homegirl Meal to Reels podcast. And y'all can check that out, I think, later on this week. But we did an episode of her podcast and she talked about love languages. And they talked about her and India talked about their love languages. And I talked about mine. But I discovered a new love language. Mm. You know what it is? No. Music. Oh. Oh, okay. Music 
is a love language. I feel like that they need to add a sixth one to the book. And the reason why I say that is because a good song or good song playlist songs can tell you a lot about a person. Okay. Like if I'm setting the mood, or maybe you don't even like music when the mood is getting set. Maybe you like country music. But a song will tell me a lot about you if I should proceed with the dating. Okay. That's all you're going to say is okay? This is a conversation. Well, no, I thought you were. I thought you were going somewhere with that. I, I made it there. Right, Are you I, saying this in <laughs> reference to the playlist that I played on the date? No, 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 no. I didn't even think about that. I'm saying this that had you, when we first met, had you not liked the same music or had you had your musical taste been something else, that would have told me a lot about you and maybe I would have run from you. But no yeah I, uh, I don't think so i don't think so unless it's like far far off like if we dated and we kicked it and you put on a, a playlist of country music i would literally be like i cannot get with this but i do not like country music like it bothers me so bad that's what I'm saying. But what if the same thing happened and I'm playing like nothing but hardcore hip hop? And you're like, who is this guy? Like, I need to kind of reevaluate. Yeah, I'm probably not sticking around for that either. Um, because you, There you go. Yeah, I'm probably not sticking around for that either. So well, because why would you... You, that, you can like that type of music, but it's like if you play it and I ask you to change it... And I say no. Then I'm then 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 we can't date. And this is what I'm saying. So what if I picked you up on a first date and I had Wu Tang playing in the car, and then you were like, mm, "Okay, I'm gonna let it slide." First date, maybe he's nervous. Second date, pick you up, and I had I don't know some old pff, OPP is <laughs> naughty by nature playing, and you like, eh, eh, still I don't know. Third date, I pick you up. I had Griselda playing, and you like, all right, enough is enough. Like. I think I need to say something. You spoke up and said, hey, could you change the music? Like, can I play something else? And then I changed it, and it was something along those same lines. It was Pop Smoke now. What are you saying to me? <laughs> like, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like that music is a love language. Are you with me? I mean, I, I guess you could say that. But, I mean, it, it's all about having similar interests. Mm. Keep going. Like I don't think it's just. I don't think it. It should be a love language per se. Nah, but I language. think that similar taste in music is helpful. Okay. Like I don't. I don't think I would want to date somebody with completely different different taste in music. Mm. What are we gonna do when we go on a road trip? I gotta listen to. You better put to, your damn headphones in. Put your headphones in. You, we do that right now. Just to be honest. When we go on road trips, I'm a podcast head. India will put her headphones in because obviously we don't have the same taste when it comes to podcasts. Oh, I can't wait till we hit the next road trip. I, I got these uh, AirPods now, mm, and wait. with that noise canceling technology that's in them AirPods. You can listen. You can listen to fifty million podcasts if that's. Let's what stop you right there and talk about something. What? Women have the innate ability to not need noise canceling headphones. <laughs> you can sit up here and ignore me and Blake like there's nobody. Be we can be sitting 
two feet from you and Blake could say something to you and you would ignore him. I can say something to you. You ignore me. It's something about your ears. They're trained to drown out the sound of me and Blake. Blake and I. That's and I skill. think that's just terrible that you it do us like that. It depends on what I'm doing. It, 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 on the if, phone if most of the time. And you're not if working. I'm, on my phone, I'm like looking something up or something. You're nah. on Instagram. No, I'm not. I want to see how much time you spend on Instagram. I just want to look at it and see the, see the, see the demographics. That's really none of your business. I have three Instagram pages. <laughs> she really got two. What's the third oh, one? Whatever. What's the third one? It doesn't matter. You got I'm India. I'm on the podcast page. Shop oh, my I'm God. I'm actually on the podcast page. Often. Like, I'll check the DMs and stuff. And you would never respond. To see how, well, it depends on what the person is saying. <laughs> all right. All right. But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to say that too. But you took me somewhere else. I'm glad you took me here. Do you have to, or or <laughs> we just had this conversation before the mics got on, so I'm trying to phrase it right. Can you keep secrets about yourself from your significant other? I know we kind of talked about this earlier, but I'm talking about specifically, can you keep things from your significant other um, that you like, that you like to do? Like specifically, India has a lot of secrets that she is unveiling to me day by day. <laughs> India has a group I call the Witches Brew. Can I say that out loud? <laughs> Can I say that? No, oh, you can't. Uh, edit that out. But uh, <laughs> India has a lot of different things that she does. And I, I found out about it in the most random ways. Like she just told me something a minute ago. And I'm like, what? You did what? And she told me. <laughs> and when she told me what she did... I I, just, I couldn't. Believe, I'm still shocked because she literally told me this 26 <laughs> minutes ago. It's 25 minutes in the podcast. So my question was: Are is it cool to keep things from your significant other? Do you have to tell them everything I, about what's I going on you, in your life? I think you have to be more specific because you're making it seem like I'm keeping like a huge secret from you. Not and like not. hobbies and like interests. Hobbies okay. and interests. Bingo. Yes. Yes, but I feel like this is different. It's like if I picked up a new hobby, let's say crocheting, crocheting or something like that, and I just didn't tell you, but then I just came with the finished product, like, oh, and you were like, when did you learn to crochet? It's like, I do it during my me time or, you know, whatever the case is. I don't think that's a big deal. Unless you want to know to buy me some knitting supplies. Not necessarily. It's like, we can talk about it if you want to talk about it, but... But what if I want to be maybe, more connected to you? What if I want to learn more about crochet? Maybe you telling me about crocheting will spark my desire to want to learn too and get more connected to you. I'm not saying... What you just told me, I am completely fine with not being connected to that stuff. I'm okay. That <laughs> stay stuff? Because I don't want to... I don't know what it is. I can't say it. Can I say it out loud? Well, now that you know, you should just ask questions so that you well, can get a better understanding of it. I'm okay. <laughs> I got a good understanding from a lady that used to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can not. This so, is an inside joke. Let anyways, us stop talking I was going to say, it's a jokes. bunch of inside yeah. jokes. And what you're trying to say, I'm not going to give y'all the, the backstory, but I am really into my spirituality right now. You and are. I've been praying a lot and I'm you like really been. connected with God. And I have. Don't gloss over that. Give it up. Some, um, GP, are you with me? 
got some oracle cards. And ever since Mm -hmm. I've gotten my oracle cards, you just think that I'm a witch and (laughs) I'm trying to turn into Cleo, Miss Cleo. But (laughs) that's not the case. And that's not what I'm doing at all. Um, But I just think that because it's different for you, you don't know anything about it. Right. It just seems strange to you, but that's, that's okay. Not like you'll, you'll. I, I think that you'll come around eventually. So, man, I don't want. I don't tell you about it because I know that you're kind of like freaked out about it. So I just, when you say I tell you in like the most right, most random ways, random I feel ways, like, like when you told me you were pregnant with Blake, I feel like I tell you when I feel like you're ready to receive what I'm telling you. you told me 28 minutes ago. Mm, I felt that was a felt time felt good to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when first of all, let me back up and say, hey, I'm not judging you. I support whatever you want to do. As long as it's not harming the family, I support you. Oh no, what I'm doing is 100% benefiting the family. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> hating. I, I, I encourage you to get in tune with your um, chakras <laughs> and figure yourself out. Like I applaud you. As a black woman in the world, you give so much energy out that I think that it's good to find ways to channel that and bring that energy back in. I'm preaching now. I need a round of applause. (laughs) So, yeah, now, but I did want to talk about that because I'm like, damn, like, I don't keep secrets from you. I don't, I, I would like to, but I don't. It's not a secret. Like, my thing, you know what I do? The only thing I do, I will say this. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I really would enjoy a Red Bull or I really would enjoy a Bang, which I'm drinking right now. And I know if I come home with one and I, India sees me, it's going to be a discussion. It's going to be something like, wow, why are you drinking that? So I feel like that sometimes I may need to sneak and keep secrets on the pleasure and the enjoyment that I get from drinking a Red Bull Every now and again. You like to keep secrets in general. You don't tell me how many times you log on to Pornhub. You know, I don't log on to Pornhub. (laughs) And shout out to Pornhub for keeping it black. That could be a hobby. No, no, no. If if beating your meat is a hobby, God bless. You need to to get out. You need to get out in the world. No, it's not. No, I'm okay with that. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't think it's I ain't just jacking off. Just just nasty. No. (laughs) First of all, what people don't know is, like, after you jack off, like, after it's finished, the finished product, you feel disgusting with yourself. You don't really feel like you just did something, um, you accomplished the goal. It's like, oh, God, what did I just do? I almost feel a little filthy. Yuck. <laughs> but during the time, and like up until the time comes, it's, oh, it's amazing. I'm going to beat my meat. Oh, my God. My, like, it's amazing. Like, But after it's over, eh. Cool. I am so disgusting. I'm cool. And, and Tasty Blacks, too. You just said Pornhub. I probably, I'll look on Tasty Blacks before I look on Pornhub anyway. But shout out to Porn. How did you feel about that when you saw that? I don't feel nothing. How do you feel about all these companies all of a sudden getting on board with BLM? Do you think it's Black Lives marketing at this point? Come I would, on. I, th- I do. I think it's a, it's a, I think it's. A bit of marketing, and I would like to believe that the companies believe what they say. Yeah. Um. But I do, 
also think in the same breath that a lot of companies are doing a lot of acting. Mm, a lot of lip service. Yeah, like a lot of companies, brands, I, um, people in general. I think that... I Speak think on there, it. there are a lot of companies putting out statements not because they genuinely want to put out the statement. I think they are putting out the statement because everyone else is putting out the statement. So you think it's a fad? Yes. Yeah. And monkey you see, can release monkey the statement, but the change has to happen internally. Yeah. So Most definitely. The fact of the matter is you're, you're telling us this stuff, but you already have your board of directors. You already have your big players in high positions. And unless you're willing to fire some of those people and bring in people of color. Yeah, there I it can't is. believe what you're saying. And you need, you don't even have to fire those people. You can or make, make new room, positions. Make new positions or, you know, do do whatever you need to do. Ex except right now, I don't think anybody's in the position to create new positions it's because true. of the climate that we're in. There are a tons of companies, even big companies, losing money right now. That brings up my next question. Did racism kill COVID or did summer cure COVID? I said kill. Did racism from cure COVID or did summertime cure COVID? Because this shit seems like it's over. From my understanding, it's not over. Okay. It's just not as... We, we don't have... We don't have the leadership to get it under control. Mm -hmm. And our leadership wants the people of uh, white supremacy... To be happy hmm. And they never believed in it To begin with There it is So Do I think that What was your question again? Do you think that racism Cured COVID Or was it the summertime heat That cured COVID Because I see a yeah, lot of people out on these beaches A lot of people outside And I'm not judging you Guess what I'm hating on you Because I want to go outside But my son gets fevers I, mean, I, I don't think it's um, I don't think either killed it I just think that it took the attention away from it Yeah It just took the attention away from it Which It was needed Yeah so I think that regardless, most definitely COVID nineteen needed, sure. was needed here this year because it revealed all of the racial disparities in the healthcare system. Oh, you're a person. So get to that it. was the that was like the first thing that we realized that was going. Not we. We knew. We knew that black people was dying at a, at a larger rate. We we knew. That COVID-19 was attacking our communities because of our lack of resources. We knew that already. But it opened up the world's eyes mm -hmm. to see it, too. Mm -hmm. And then George Floyd hmm. happened. On top of... <laughs> Don't say George Floyd happened. The guy murdered big George Floyd. Well, he murdered it, but I'm saying on, on top of Ahmaud Arbery... Right. On top of Breonna Taylor. Taylor. Right on. And it's like, we're already dealing with this. And then you throw this on top. And it's just, it was all about timing. And it ended up being the perfect storm. Yeah. And it was the sister's birthday, too, the other day. So, man, you know what? Big, happy, heavenly birthday to Breonna Taylor. And it was also, um, I think, the homie Khalif Rodder's birthday the other day, too. I think, if I'm not mistaken. But it's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't think... 
Um, racism didn't, the racism didn't um, cure COVID-19. It, it's still here. I think that COVID-19 helped mm-hmm. bring it to light. It was it was just like a it was just it COVID nineteen was just another piece to the racial despair puzzle. Got you. I like that. Because in as far as like this year goes, I don't think that this will be the last of things that are uncovered and revealed as far as black people. All of our issues are Beginning to come to the surface. Right, right, right. Speaking of that too, a secret. Let's tie everything together right now. Like you said, you don't think this will be the only thing revealed about black people. Now, it was something on my heart one day. And I said, I don't think I want to tell India this because I think she's going to laugh me out of the room. And I don't think she will agree with what I'm going to say. And I told her, and sure enough, I was right. And at that moment, I thought to myself, hmm, maybe I should have kept that a secret. So if you don't know, I'm from Mississippi. It's not the best state in the world, even though I joke and say that. But I'm from Mississippi. So I told Indy, I said, hey, man, listen. I want to do something for the hometown. I feel like I need to do something for the home state. And I need to be a voice and a person of change back in Mississippi. I said, Indy, you know what I'm going to do? In a few years, I'm going to run for governor of the great state of Mississippi. I told Indy that, and she did exactly what she's doing now. She laughed and said, Mm-mm, I'm not moving to Mississippi. I don't care what you're thinking. I'm not. And I'm like, damn, I should have kept that a secret. I should have kept, like, you know, looking up stuff and figuring out things. But I wanted to tell my wife to bring her in only to get laughed out of the room. Anything you want to say to that? This is how you feel, huh? I'm not moving to Mississippi. But then, so, uh, the reason why I thought about that, I'm like, man, I have to do something. Because Mississippi is just a, for black people, it's not a good place at all. Mind you, I say that by saying this. In my hometown, it's great. I didn't, I didn't, it was a single white person. I told y'all, there was three or four white people that I graduated with out of a, a lot more in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme, India, why you're looking crazy. And with a lot of people that graduated. So I say all that to say, I'm going to start keeping secrets away from my wife about hobbies and interests that I may have. Because I don't want to get laughed. I don't want to get teased. But I got you, I did not bro. tease you and I did not laugh at you. I did not do any of those things. But I did say that I am not moving to Mississippi so that you can run for governor. If you want to get into politics, get into politics. And you can move uh, to Mississippi to be the governor. But what I'm telling you is that during however many years you got to be governor, your wife will not be living in Mississippi. I'm not. mm Mm-mm. I just want to make the state a better I'm place for us, man. I'm trying to get out of the South. Me too. You know, I'm trying and to go. You know I want to go. Me, I'm trying to get out of the South, and you're trying to stick me no, further into the South. No, no, not, not what I'm trying to do. Not only just the South, but one of the worst states in the South. Tennessee is a lot worse than Mississippi, and we found and it's it out. not. Which one of us still has the electric chair for an alternative for execution? Barry. Hold on, just answer we my not, question. We're not even, right, we're not even talking about the electric chair. It's like a whole different issue that Hardcore we're not even talking about right now. 
All right, well, but you're not going to move me into a city, a, a state that's worse <laughs> than what we already living in. But it, whatever Tennessee the case is, is already terrible. You trying to take me to Mississippi where it's worse? Like, come on. When and if, if and when I do, you know, may, may look at getting into politics. May, may. It Ain't nobody moving from Tennessee to Mississippi unless they're moving from Memphis <laughs> to South Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody moving. <laughs> Big fact. From Memphis to, t- to I mean, from Tennessee to Mississippi. Like, Listen, it's not happening. You got a hell of a point. We're going to move to L.A. <laughs> we are. I love L.A. You know that. <laughs> but I do want to do something for the great state of Mississippi to change, man. Because, listen, the Confederate flag flying high just ain't going to cut it with me no more. So, I'm figuring things out. And I want to be part of the change that's going to happen. I need to talk to the homegirl, Janisha, to see, hey, how can I make some change in the SIP? Let's get to going. I know she ain't, she ain't doing no politics. We'll figure it out. I support you wanting to change where you came from. Give it up for me. But I do think that there are other ways that you can do that. I'm going to figure go it out. Go open some businesses there. Go buy some land there. Go buy some... Go, go do something... I want to change some policies, procedures. I want to see more black people doing more great things in Mississippi. The first thing I want to see is the state flag change, and then we'll go from there. I got. I want to see parchment change, and then we'll go from there. It's a lot of stuff I want to see about the state. Is man. that something that you're seriously considering? Yeah. I want you to read Do your you cards and tell me what your cards a say. Plan. <laughs> You need to have a plan in action. I'm not just up and moving to Mississippi. Like it needs to be a solid plan. I'm, and if if that if that was to happen, I'm not moving to Hazelhurst. We're not moving. I keep saying that. I just, you cannot be the governor of Mississippi without living in Mississippi. Yes, you can. I'm telling you, you really can. I know this. <laughs> Donald Trump don't even stay in the White House. Plus, <laughs> stay in Florida somewhere. They be everywhere. He in a bunker right now, so we're in Florida hiding out. Uh, anyway, but anyway, let's go ahead and get to my favorite segment of the podcast. We didn't even get to the main topic, but I'm not going to prolong it. Let's just go ahead and get to my favorite segment of the pod. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So I mentioned this earlier, and this week, B-Love's relationship goes out and is brought to you in part by Red Bull and goes out to everybody. Well, mainly, mainly goes out to the fellas because I want the fellas today and every day moving forward to tell their woman how important she is and show her. I mentioned this earlier, a minute ago. I said, hey, man, India, I understand you keep secrets and you got to get your energy and take some take some time for you because women, you guys put so much energy into the black male and the black man and supporting the black man and supporting different things in the world that I think we don't take enough time just to see how you're doing. Okay. Just to ask, how are you doing today? And really mean it. It's a difference between me saying, hey, how you doing? All right, cool. And kind of moving on. But really saying, look, and it doesn't have to be your significant other. It could be your friend. It could be your mom, your cousin, your sister. You know what's funny about that? Um, I know that my mom didn't want to talk about something the other day. And when I talked to my guy, JP, shout out to JP one time. When I talked to JP, JP said, Barrett, I want you to ask your mom 
how she's doing. This is kind of where this stems from. And I said, all right, cool. Uh, at first, I didn't. I was like, man, I don't really want to do that because what if she's not ready to talk about how she's doing? But I did it anyway. And she wasn't ready to talk about it. But I kept pushing the issue. How are you really doing? So I say that to say this. A lot of women try to be, have to be strong on the outside for us, for the black man, to uplift us, to protect us, to be the backbone of us, to look out for us, to march for us, to be on the front line for us. But now we also have, as a black man, we also have to take a step back and say, hey, queen, how are you doing? What do you need? What can we do to support you? What can we do to further your cause? I'm talking about from India's to my mom's to I'm gonna go even to the last episode to Janisha. Like, what does she do for self care? She always she she's self caring though. I see it on her page all the time. <laughs> but it's still good to connect with our women, with our people who look out for us and just say, "Hey, how are you doing? Is there anything you need?" And let's really talk about it. Um, have some dialogue with you and your friends. I talked to Ashley. I talked to Diane. I want to see how they're doing. I care about those two. Love them to death. And I got to do a better job of talking to my sister. You know what I mean? I know this. So. We have to do that as not only black men, but as people, too. I mean, women, y'all can do it to one another. But I wanted to say that specifically to the black man. Let's go out there and make sure our women are strong because they have to keep their mental right to be able to support us and vice versa. So, hey, let's just make sure and check on each other, man. That's it, really it. That's all I got to say. You like that one, didn't you? Black folks stick together. And that's all you want to hear. Your turn. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Hope. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it. So this, what I'm reading has nothing to do with nothing. It's just, it's just an easy topic. <laughs> My girlfriend is being weird about a guy co-worker. Mm-mm. My girlfriend of a year and a half works at a restaurant. She tells me daily how her coworkers always hit on her. She has a few of them on Snapchat. One more than the rest always snaps her flirting. She told me a few weeks ago that she got tired of it and removed him. I saw his name on her Snapchat the other day and said, I thought you removed him. Then she then says, I removed him from my streaks list. I don't even know what that is. Me either. I never said I removed him off snap, just that I removed him. She then told me I started to sound like her ex. I didn't let it bug me much longer than that. Fast forward the next day, she changed his name to his initials. I'm kind of upset, but maybe I'm just being crazy. What should I do? Um, so anybody that doesn't have anything to hide would never change from their name to their initials. Um, and I think the people who use Snapchat still are cheaters. <laughs> what? I'm just joking. You can't generalize like that. I'm just joking. But if you're going to cheat, Snapchat would be the easiest platform to cheat on, if that makes sense. Because the conversations disappear, right? I haven't used Snapchat in probably two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you've... You need to explain to her how, how uncomfortable it makes you. Yeah. With with her talking to her coworkers 
or, you know, this particular guy and them snapping each other and, you know, doing all those things. But don't and be out here looking jealous, though. You know what I mean? Don't look jealous, but express that it makes you uncomfortable. And if she doesn't change after that, then maybe you should figure out what your next steps are. Like, maybe it's not. Maybe these are red flags that you need to pay attention to. Ah, uh, I like that. I like that. Because I don't know why you would... First you said you... First of all, I don't even know why she's volunteering this information to you. She just kept, she should have kept all of that to herself. The last... The episode before last in this episode, you've got a lot of messages about people telling on themselves. Dog, if you feel like you're doing something wrong or if you can't handle or if your girl's telling on herself, she's trying to get out. She's looking for a way out. She might not want to be with you anymore, player. Yeah, and I just... Cause ain't nobody snitching on themselves, man. Yeah, and I mean, I think that if I were working... And I told, and I had a coworker that was flirting with me that I did not like. I'm pulling up. And I told my boyfriend, I'm simply telling him because of how uncomfortable it makes me. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't make me uncomfortable and I kind of enjoy the flirting, I'm not going to tell my boyfriend. Yep. That's true. And I'm pulling up. I'm seeing what's up. So... That's a red flag too. So do, I think that you should just express to her that it makes you uncomfortable. If it doesn't, if the behavior doesn't change after that, then maybe you should think about moving on. Because and then she, I think I definitely would have gotten offended by her comparing me to ex. Her ex. Yeah, that's that's not cool. And women, you can't do that. Now you can't be out here comparing. I want to talk about that actually, but go ahead. Yeah, if it's if you're gonna episode. compare me to my to, to your ex, then what are we even talking about here? And I don't I don't think I'm being jealous. I wouldn't have anything to be jealous about had you not told me. There it is, there it is. So it's things that you can keep to yourself. Going back to secrets, there are things that you can keep to yourself. Secret interests and secret hobbies are fine. And if you're doing something wrong, keep that to yourself. Let that be a secret. All right? No, 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 no. Oh my bad. No. If you're doing something wrong, don't. If you're trying to keep excited. it a secret, it's gonna come out in regardless. Mm, okay. So if you are doing something wrong, you should just tell the other person that you know you 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 in these streets doing dirt. There it is. Because it's eventually gonna come to the surface, and then once it does, because you have kept it a secret, it's gonna make the situation that much more worse. And there it is. Great episode, India. Tell the people where they can find you. India.marie, uh, shopindieboutique.com. There it is, shopindieboutique.com. How's business? Still booming. Good job, man. Keep it up. India's doing a great job. India has a lot coming. She's she's being modest about a lot of things, but um, I am proud of India. So, India, great job. Well, thank you, Barry. See what I just did there? I brought it all back to my relationship. <laughs> you can find me at BeLove1911 on all social platforms. Um, be sure to go to She and Our Podcast on Instagram, on Gmail. Leave us a message. Um, support Black Business businesses support your black activists and go out there and keep fighting the good fight it's been real it's been fun she she, she i i out 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 out